0: Welcome to A Wild New Work, Ecological Guidance for Your Career. I'm Megan Leatherman, a career coach, writer, and consultant based in Portland, Oregon, and this is a monthly podcast designed to support you in taking really intentional, wise, soul-centered action in your career, all based on the wisdom of nature. Um... Well, the month's major theme that has come up is water. And if you've listened to previous episodes, um, you've probably heard me refer more to animals as kind of teachers and way showers for each month. But water has come up so much in my work that it was sort of an undeniable teacher for this episode. Um, If you have worked with me or are working with me now, you've probably heard me talk about water and the balancing between fire and water. Um, It's just kind of everywhere I look, so I'm excited to share some thoughts with you today about how it can really nourish your work life. Um, I think I first started working with the element of water most recently um, in the sort of throes of hating the summer. <laughs> um, I grew up in Oregon and the summers here used to be really beautiful and mild and, you know, we'd get like one week of 90 degree weather, maybe 100, but it wouldn't last that long and it was always toward the end of the summer and there would still be cool days throughout. Sometimes there would be rain. Um, it was really measured But now I've been in Portland, you know, three or four years now, and every summer has been brutal. There have been months of no rain, no water, really, really hot weather. People like me who never needed air conditioning before are buying units and staying in our houses. And I just hate it. Um, I hate it because my body just does not feel set up to Be in the hot weather and I get really grumpy and I wilt and I'm pissed. But I also know that this isn't the natural way of things. I know that this is a result of climate change, of the devastation that we've wreaked on our environment. And I'm not really able or I'm choosing not to enjoy it because of those (laughs) reasons. My body doesn't like it. um, And I know the root cause of it is not something I'm really on board with or excited about. And so I was kind of in the full on like hatred of this season and then feeling guilty about hating it and blah, blah, blah. And one Sunday, my family and I went to the river here and with about a thousand other Portlanders, we found a little spot on the Sandy River where it was calm and the water was flowing and it was so hot out that it felt good to swim in the cool water. And I had this sort of realization that sounds probably really silly and elementary, but I realized that the only way to enjoy or survive this hot season is by incorporating water. Like, duh, that's why we have pools and people go to the river or people go to the beach. Like, it has to be complemented by water in order for us to get through it in a good way and not hate it or hate ourselves the entire season. So since that realization and since literally getting my body in the water and noticing how much it changed my attitude, I've been thinking about how we can really work with water, with flow in our careers. And the question with water, like with any element, is how much of it do we need? How forcibly do we want it to move through us or through our lives? Um, how can we work with the natural flow of energy around us in our careers Um, you know how do we know when it's time to be like a still quiet pond and conserve our water conserve our energy and how do we know when it's time to flood the valley and carve out a new river when is it time to release the dam and just rush forward Um, these are big questions and I think if we are going to have meaningful careers that are a good use of our flow and of our energy, it is worth our time to think about them. So I want to talk a little bit about why the height of summer or the height of the fire element in our work lives can be so miserable. I think part of it is about the denial of what's really going on. So like getting back to my analogy of the summer season. Everyone else seems to love summer. Like people are comfortable in their shorts or in their bathing suits. They go to the river, they barbecue. Like it seems like a season I should really love and enjoy, but I wasn't. My body was miserable. I know it's about climate change. I know the Oregon summers didn't used to be like this. So I had a lot of internal resistance, but I felt like that wasn't okay because I'm supposed to love summer. Um, It reminds me of the all the talk about the employment market right now, you know, the employment market is supposed to be really hot and great for candidates. But at the same time, I'm hearing about all of these really harmful recruiting practices that are still going on. People are still halted by these out-of-date job search tactics. Uh, Wages haven't increased nearly enough in line with the job opportunities that are available for people. So, We're all working a lot harder. There's a lot more fire happening in this sweltering market, but we're not actually able to meet our needs that comfortably or that readily. You know, um, we're being told that things are great and that the employment market is great for candidates or people who want to make changes, but that may not be your lived experience, and that's okay. We have to trust what feels true for us right now. Um, so not only does it feel like there's this pressure to enjoy summer or to embrace the job market or whatever, it's also, I think that we're in denial about what this season actually is. So if you look around you in nature, summer is a time for slowing down, for really enjoying life Plants and animals at this time are eating a lot, they're growing a lot, and they don't have air conditioning, so they're resting, they're hiding in the shade, they're conserving their energy at the hottest time of the day, and eating and exploring when it's cooler outside. Um, But we don't really take those cues. We don't know how to connect or move with the natural rhythms anymore, many of us. So we maintain our really fast, fiery pace at work and in life. And we do the same thing in winter, right? When things are getting dark and getting quiet, we still keep our same hours, the same expectations of what we should be producing. And this denial of what is actually happening in the world around us and what our bodies want us to do, that causes pain and struggle in our careers and in our lives. Um, we keep you know, pushing and pushing and that will lead to burnout literally, um, kind of the excess of the fire element. Um, for me, this shows up on days when I feel like I don't have enough time. I don't have enough space for myself or my work. Um, I have this mantra that plays in my head that says it shouldn't be like this. I should be somewhere else doing something else, doing more, working faster. And when I notice that loop and the pain that it causes me in my body and in my spirit, I know that I'm resisting the cues that nature is sending me about what is most needed at this time. Because even though it feels really painful and like I'm suffering, there's actually no problem except for my own pushing. Everything is fine, but I'm causing suffering for myself because my mind is resisting what my body knows, which is that now is not the time for pushing. The rain isn't here yet. Now is a time for really conserving my resources, conserving water so that I can withstand the heat that is upon me. Um, Water is such an amazing teacher for us, literally and metaphorically, because it teaches us about healthy flow, healthy emotional flow, cash flow, energy flow, um, the way that things come through our lives and, and leave our lives, right? It teaches us about healthy attachment. It teaches us about what it is to be refreshed. It offers us renewal when things feel dry or too hot or too burdensome. But of course, like anything, too much water can result in harm, right? It can become drowning where we feel paralyzed by our own emotions or by sensory input around us. Um, I know a lot of you probably identify as highly sensitive people and so you may be more prone to flooding, which is the experience of simply just not being able to process information or emotions because there's too much of it at the time and we need to take some space and let things integrate and percolate before we can respond or feel centered again. In the context of our careers, water specifically is about healthy Detachment from toxic habits, our egos, uh, workplace politics, being overly responsible for others or for projects and really attaching to the outcomes of those. Um, It's really about helping us learn how to be in right relationship with our work and anything that's simply out of our control. Um, It teaches us to kind of detach and trust that the river will keep flowing that we will get what we need in one way or another. Even if the time isn't now, there's still flow. It's always flowing. Um, water in our careers also teaches us about the importance of renewal and hydration. Um, there is a lot of fire in our workplaces, in our careers. There's a lot of doing and activity. But if you're doing all that and it's really hot and active and Dry and it gets to be dry, and then it rains really heavily, we get landslides, right? So, consistent, measured hydration and renewal is really, really critical if we're going to be able to do good, sustainable work in the world, whatever that is for you. Um, So, water can take so many different forms. That's, I think, why it's such an incredible teacher. It can be a soft stream, it can be a downpour, it can be frozen, flooding rushing, completely still. And depending on where we are in our careers, water can teach us about what it means for us at this time to have healthy flow of energy in our work or in our lives. So how do we know if it's time to be still and conserve our resources, conserve our water, and how do we know when it's time to open the floodgates and really make big changes, big movement? Um, some time, some ways that we might know that it's time to kind of emulate the softness or the stillness of water could be when our bodies are in pain, when we're experiencing, um, a lot of tension in our bodies or tightness. For me, this manifests as back pain. Um, when we're experiencing like a deep soul level fatigue, when we feel like we are just run bone dry. And if we, let ourselves really, really rest. There's a fear of that landslide phenomenon. Um, That can be a sign that it's time to emulate some of the softness of water. When we're working really, really hard, but we sense that something is just off, um, if we're not able to connect with like a really meaningful kernel within the work, if we can't connect with something that feels embodied, that we feel resonant with in our body, That can be a signal that it's time to add some water or to conserve our resources. Um, Other signs could be that we're playing mental tapes in our head that say that things shouldn't be this way when we're experiencing a lot of resistance to the way things are, um, or when we're motivated primarily by obligation to others or the expectations of others. So if any of those things ring true for you, I encourage you to really embody and play with the concept of... Water and adding water and um, going a little bit slower and emulating a really soft, still lake or pool or pond. So, wherever you are right now, see if you can actually connect with the feeling of water pulsing through your body. Um, The poet Rabindranath Tagore wrote that the same stream of life that runs through my veins night and day runs through the world. The same water that flows down the sandy river or down the rivers in your place where you live, the same water that is in the sea that evaporates to the sky and comes back down as rain, that is flowing through your veins at this very moment. You are supported by the consistent, timely, and measured delivery of water through your body. It carries your blood cells, it carries oxygen it cushions your organs, it carries away toxins for you out of your body. It's pretty incredible if you can connect with it that you can drink water and then your body just does all of that for you. It does the rest. It takes what it needs and releases what is ready to go. So the water is already in you, in your body right now. Um, and of course, metaphorically in your soul. Um So some ways to nourish yourself if you feel like you've been pushing or are feeling burnt out, even if it feels small or like you're not quite there yet, but if you feel just a little bit dry right now or in excess of the fire element, um, I want to offer these ideas. Um, You can literally go and sit next to a, a still pond or a lake. You can listen to sounds of a soft stream or soft rain, You can swim in a pool or in a slow river. Um, You can put pictures of still water on your phone or on your computer, someplace where you'll look. Um, You can be conscious of just drinking more water and letting it metabolize through you and take what's ready to go. You can take a cool bath on a hot night. You can sit by your plants as you water them and consider how they manage the resources they're given, how they know when to close the stomata or the pores on their leaves and conserve water and when they know when to open and perspire. You can imagine yourself floating in a really safe, beautiful lake and just see if you can feel that sense of fully surrendering to the water that holds you. You could literally go to a float tank and and do that for an hour and notice what comes up. Um, If you're really in crisis, if it feels like there is a deluge of life force or energy leaving you or being sucked out of you, you might want to connect with the idea of frozen water. Um, You might want to consider what it would be like to fully conserve your energy as if you're like an Arctic lake and you are closed for the season (laughs) and there is only going to be ice for a little bit. Whatever you do, what's important here is actually to get your body on board by giving yourself the sensory experience of water. We can't just think about it because our minds, it's not enough. We have to get our senses on board. We have to drink the water or touch it, feel it running over our bodies. Um, That is what really enables us to connect with the meaning of it and knowing what what it is that we need in our careers and our lives. It's not enough for me to just offer these ideas. We have to then do them and experiencing them. So what if the problem with your work life right now is actually that there's too much stagnation, too much stillness? Um, What if you feel like you're already a frozen lake (laughs) in the Arctic or like you're, you used to be a flowing river, but now you're blocked by this dam of your own making? The work in that way, if that is where you are The work is really in removing the obstacles so that your own life force can flow unimpeded in a healthy way. It's not really a question of adding more activity or more fire at this point, because if we did that, it would only, I think, serve to to burn you out. At this point, it's really about clarifying what the blocks are and allowing them to leave, allowing flow. So some signs that this could be the case for you in your career might be um, a really draining sense of boredom. Um, we think of boredom as sort of benign, but it's actually just as harmful and draining to us as being in a toxic workplace is. So boredom is real, and, and I have empathy for you if that if you are there right now. Um, if you're feeling really pessimistic or cynical, like you have this belief that there's nothing else for you in your career, so why even try? That could be a sign that there's some stagnation. Um, an overwhelming sense of fear or numbness when we get close to making changes we need can be a sign that that there needs to be optimal flow. That includes emotional numbness, not really feeling much about our work or our gifts or not feeling connected to our strengths or what we're doing day in and day out Um, that disconnection can show up also in sort of forgetting who we are like not really knowing what we want or what we're good at Um, obviously I'm not a health practitioner but for me this stagnation has shown up in my body as kind of a pit in my stomach a sense of just like heaviness and not being not feeling very light or able to move easily Um, it's also shown up as not really being able to access my sacral chakra, which is in your lower abdomen. Um, and is sort of in your, uh, where for female bodies, your uterus would be, of course, you don't have to have a female body or identify as a woman to have that. It's, we all have that energy center in our body. So if it feels like there's a block there, um, that might be a sign that some of this work could be helpful to you. The good news, if this is you, is that the water is still there it's not gone it's just blocked or impeded in some way and it may just be a small little tweak that gets things going again Um, you are always always able to access the cool refreshing clarifying waters within you because they are yours you have access to this always so some ways that you can get healthier flow and movement in your career at this time if you need it is to actually get some energy work done, like Reiki or acupuncture, work that actually works with the flow of energy in your body in a literal way. That can be really helpful. Um, Sitting by a rushing river, listening to the sounds of one, visiting the ocean and noticing how it is completely unimpeded. It is still in its center and it is also constantly moving as it crashes on the shore with each wave. Um, you could access a vision of what you really really want in your career and see if you can really feel it in your body feel the yearning for it and if you can connect with that consider what is blocking it from arriving how could you make more room for it in your life you know what do you need to update in order to have what you really want of course I would be remiss in not talking about emotions um, sometimes stagnation in our careers or feeling like we're disconnected from our work the work that we're meant to be doing is a result of emotional repression or unawareness so giving yourself lots and lots of room to feel right now and to explore your emotions and to just um, see what comes up and Every time I talk about this, I think of a poem by Rumi called The Guest House that I want to read for you now. This being human is a guest house, every morning a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently violently sweep your house empty of its furniture still, treat each guest honorably he may be clearing you out for some new delight the dark thought the shame the malice meet them at the door laughing and invite them in be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond so our emotions are incredible teachers for us and We like to pretend that we're not emotional about our work. And too often, you know, our egos are getting in the way, but our feelings, whatever they are, they are real. They are real experiences in our bodies. We can't deny them. And when they're not seen or when they're not allowed to be, or when we overly attach to them, they get stuck on us. They block our flow. You can picture it like you know, every denied or ignored emotion is like a log that gets stuck in our river. And over time, they pile up and they create a dam so that our life force becomes just a slow trickle. So every time you feel a feeling, even if it seems ridiculous or scary or big or, you know, whatever, see if you can just put your hand on your heart and let it be. Watch it come through your house welcome it, let it go through. It doesn't mean that you have to take action from it or do anything about it. It's just about loosening up another log so that the water has a healthy pathway to flow. Removing physical or energetic barriers in your work can also be helpful, so getting more concrete here, um, getting rid of or restructuring little meetings that break up your day a lot, Um, so that you have some open time to flow. Of course, giving yourself permission to be unavailable for chats or emails or coworkers coming over, Um, letting yourself have a a period each day where there is some openness and some spaciousness for your life force to flow through. Um, Giving yourself permission to pause before making decisions or commenting on something, releasing the pressure to constantly be doing and stealing little moments throughout your day to simply just be and notice what feelings are coming up. How does the flow feel at that time? When we work with water or flow in a healthy way in our careers, we are then able to hear guidance and take aligned steps in the right direction for us. So when we remove impediments to our flow the logs that are getting caught in our river when we allow ourselves to feel the rush of being alive in our work we are able to channel the wisdom and energy that we need in the times where we have questions about what to do next or should i make this change or how do i relate to this person it's really hard to hear those messages if we are tight and stagnant or if we are completely run dry Um, When we're hydrated and we're renewed, we're more receptive, I think, to the magic and the synchronicities all around us that are constantly available to us through coincidences, our dreams, our own spiritual practice, whatever ways you connect with your intuition. So this season, I just invite you to consider what water might have to teach you. Watch how the plants and the animals around you grow and rest and they stay hydrated even though they're underneath the same hot summer sun that we are. Um, If you know that you're thirsty for the medicine of you, thirsty for your own wisdom, and you would like a partner in accessing that, in optimizing the flow in your work life, I want you to know that I'm available um, for either long-term coaching work one-on-one through a really gentle engagement process called soft coaching, Um, or through a new offering that I have called Intuitive Career Readings, which has been a really beautiful experience for me and the people who have engaged. Um, This is a one-time reading that I do for you, um, which offers really deep insights into what your career needs at this time through the use of meditation, astrology, and the tarot. Um, And that's something that I do on your behalf so it's not something that we have to schedule or be available for at the same time and so i encourage you to check that out if that resonates with you um, links to all of those offerings are on, in the show notes and are also on my website of course meganleatherman.com i want to leave you with a quote by the japanese teacher do hyun cho um, this quote says stillness is what creates love movement is what creates life To be still and still moving, this is everything. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing this time with me. Um, I wish you well. I hope you are renewed by being here and renewed consistently and in whatever way you need at this time. Bye for now.